and welcome to a very special holiday episode of Try Not to Die. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. I'm your, I, want, I almost want to change it now because of the ding dongs, but <laughs> I'm your DM, your December maiden, Noah Prito, and I'm here with our lone hero. And I'm your ding dong. <laughs> um, hey Noah, what do snow and gorgonzola have in common? I don't know, Lisa, what do snow and gorgonzola have in common? Snow falls and so does my blade, bitch. Oh, well, not this time. You do not have a blade yet. Shut up. <laughs> Wow, a really good intro, though. Uh, again, that was all come up beforehand. Lisa is an incredibly talented improv <laughs> comedian. So in case you haven't heard yet, we actually have a Patreon. Uh, if you would want to become a patron or perhaps gift a subscription in the spirit of the holidays, please check us out at patreon.com slash try not to die pod. We're going to be putting out more special Patreon only bonus content in the new year. And we're so excited to reward those who are already subscribing to us. So please, if you would like to subscribe now and get first access to all that good good sweet sweet delicious content yummy yummy content yummy yum delicious well let's not delay any further i'm actually oh what i think we might have to delay a little further because i have a little sweet treat if you're out there um at home um next to your yule log snow falling outside um and you want to cozy up with maybe like a special try not to die themed beverage um i made a little recipe oh my god i haven't tried it um so Um, but I the did. The best recipes all to always are never tried I don't, beforehand. I actually didn't ask for any input, Noah. <laughs> um, but I did work as a bartender, so like I'm pretty good at coming up with drinks. Um, I have a strong feeling that this one would be disgusting. But Perfect. if you do try it, let me know. You're going to start off with um, a blood orange San Pellegrino. Oh, a good start. You're going to pour that into a cocktail glass uh, with a little crushed ice. Then you're going to do a splash of crayon. You're going to do a splash of vanilla syrup, and then you're going to drop an entire shot glass filled with green absinthe and garnish it with a tiny plastic sword. Honestly, I would 100% drink this. Right? I think it'd be pretty good. If you guys can get real absinthe, if you're located in New Orleans or mm -hmm. anywhere else in the world where they are allowed to sell absinthe, (laughs) please, add us. (laughs) Add us. Let us know how the drink is. Um, If it's really bad, we'll do a live stream and try it on air somehow. That way you can see us, you know, if we punished you, you should and then you us. should punish us. Um, well, again, we won't delay any further. Apologies for that incredibly brilliant intrusion. <laughs> um, our story today takes place not on the churning seas of the Mara and Mara, but a year or so back before Zola had ever met Scram or set out on this journey to learn of her past. Before she fought the strange monsters of the Underdark or sailed with the crew of the Feral Free when she was still just the daughter of a dairy farmer on Ram's Teat Farm. It's winter in the Aurelian Empire, and here, north of the tip of the Mare Mara, the people of Paddlewick are beginning to feel the chill. With that chill comes the most wonderful time of the year, Frostjoy, or Giola de Gelo, the winter festival. <laughs> I had to do a lot of it, uh, research, and I'm sure all of it is wrong. I speak Italian, <laughs> you could have asked. I but uh, so far, you're doing good. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do okay, I'm okay, I'm, I'm getting by. Uh, so, uh, this is when everyone in the town brings a dish made from their stored harvest to a potluck feast beneath the Frostjoy tree all can enjoy. It's a time of celebration, a time to let bygones be bygones, and come together to hold fast against the brutal cold. 
While the adults dance and drink, the children hide some treats they were given in the snow that's gathered to keep Giornobrina at bay. Oh? Do you not know the story of Giornobrina? No, I know. You can skip it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Oh, oh wait. You haven't heard? Okay. Okay. I'll tell you the listener. Fine, fine, fine. Well, sit sit down by a fireplace and let me tell you the tale. Get your cocktail ready. Get, Get your, your disgusting <laughs> cocktail ready. Get that nasty cocktail ready and sit down for a little tale. I will have to think of a name for it. Actually, if you have a name for this, so, let us know and we'll shout you out in your the names. next <laughs> Okay, okay. So sit down by the fire. Let me tell you the tale. Peace of noise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't cut that out. Maybe you should just keep that in. Long ago, a handsome young man named Giorno Brino was traveling back through the forest to his home after picking up some supplies from town to keep his family safe and warm amidst the winter storms. As he traveled back through the deep snow that had fallen, he felt the wind grow colder. In minutes, the temperature dropped, and from the sky, large snowflakes began to fall. He marched through the frost, determined to get home to his wife and children, but every moment he walked, the storm seemed to get worse and worse. Frost formed on his eyelashes and face. He brushed it away so he could see better, but when he did, he looked around and realized he had lost the path. A blanket of snow had now covered the forest around him, and as he continued to trudge through, the blizzard only worsened until it was impossible to see more than ten feet in front of him. His fingers frostbitten and nearly unable to hold the bag of supplies, Giorno fell to his knees, praying for guidance, asking for any help to get him through the storm so he could provide for his family. Please, Giorno begged. I don't care about me. I only want my family to be safe. I only want them to be provided for. He looked out into the cold, feeling his consciousness slip from him. His vision tunneled, and right before it closed, he saw a beautiful woman walking towards him. She carried a staff made of frost and had ice-blue skin and brilliant white hair that seemed to glitter like freshly fallen snow. Giorno knew her to be Auril, the frost maiden, cruel goddess of winter. Her cold blue eyes regarded Giorno with vague interest, and clinging to life, he looked back up at her, pleading, Please, help me. She smiled cruelly, enjoying his discomfort. What would you have me do, traveler? He looked up at her, his blue eyes weary. This cold is too much. Please, Frost Maiden, could you make it easier to travel back to my home? She bent over so their eyes could meet and whispered. And what will you give me? Tribute. I, I shall pay tribute to you with every harvest. Please, please, just anything to help. With a laugh, she raised her icy staff, slamming it into the ground, causing a flash of white light, blinding Jorna. When his vision finally returned, the woman was nowhere to be seen, and the storm began to settle. The snowfall lessened, and the wind began to slow, and bit by bit, the path between the trees became easier to see. More than that, though, he didn't feel the cold. He was completely comfortable in the winter air. Giorno scrambled to his feet and ran as fast as he could through the wood before the frost maiden could change her mind, bursting from the tree line to see, nestled amongst the snowbanks, his cabin. Smoke billowing from the chimney, candlelight illuminating his beautiful children and wife inside, patiently awaiting his return. He rushed forward, bounding over the snow, and reached out his hand, and then stopped. In the darkness of the forest, it was difficult to see any sort of colors, but here in the glow of his home, he realized his skin had become blue and icy to the touch. He felt a weight behind him for the first time and looked back to see a long, fiendish tail curling. Panicked, he looked in the window and saw his reflection for the first time. Icy eyes, pale blue skin, and horns curled back through his now stark white hair. 
It was at this moment his wife turned and noticed him looking through the window. She screamed and fell back against the counter, yelling to the children to get them to hide. Feeling sick to his stomach, he tried to protest, but the words couldn't, wouldn't come out. He turned and scrambled back, falling into the snow as his wife looked on, horrified by this fiendish invader. He scrambled back, turning and running back into the woods, tears freezing as they fell down his cheeks. And though Giorno himself was never seen or heard from again, stories still pass through the taverns every winter of a strange icy devil roaming the woods. As years passed, the accounts of this figure varied. Some believed him to be a guide through the storms, others a trickster who preyed on those in peril. In the past 20 years or so, this is the version that Zola would have been told, a figure of chaos and danger, a malicious fiend looking to steal the harvests of families for his frost maiden. Children are told if they are good and leave out some tribute, he will leave them a small gift for them to find the next morning. However, they are told, if they leave nothing, he will take everything. Even now, it's not uncommon for people's supplies to go missing when the seasons begin to change. Coming into the Frostjoy season, when the legend of Giorno Brina is performed by the children of Padawick, you, being a half-orc, were often asked to play the part. <gasps> they make of me play Giorno. Giorno. That's so sad. I was just gonna say this is just this is just a terrible tragedy. Terrible tragedy. This is devastating. Yeah, the, these uh, northern kind of ch- children's tales are kind of like German ones. They just end in sadness mm, and everyone yeah, being yeah. regretful of their choices. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't make deals with strange women or even just people walking out of the woods it's pro i mean yeah i try to get people to do deals with me all the time and most of the time they say back double back but yeah, sometimes i get them sometimes i get them and see and listen we never hear from those people again they always walk into the woods uh, <laughs> anyway thanks for supporting our podcast <laughs> <laughs> that was it for today no so <laughs> it is the day of the festival and the town of Paddlewick is a buzz with excitement for the celebrations ahead of them Buying last-minute ingredients, decorating the town square, setting up tables for food and the stage for the performance you're starring in, uh, and also purchasing last-minute presents for the good children. It's been a tough season, like every year around this time, but everyone seems to be working hard to have that frost joy cheer. As you walk through the holiday market, taking in the smells of briny antipast, cinnamon, limoncello, peppermint, pizzelles and porchetta filling the crispy cool air, your heart can't help be warmed by the little joy emanating from the people of Padawick. You see a beautiful girl wearing a light blue sweater, Priya, just a, a girl in passing you've never met really before, hustle through the streets away from the market back towards the temple where you know they're taking care of people who have no home. Uh, you also see an incredibly attractive pair of guards. Big, big Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens energy passing by, patrolling the hottie. area. New, new hotties. A lot on of new hotties in Paddle <laughs> Town <Lake>. guard. <laughs> those hotties. Um, they're patrolling the area for any Giorno-esque troublemakers. It's probably late afternoon, but getting really close to supper time, and your father entrusted you to pick up some cheesecloths from Pagliacci so he can finish preparing the cheeses for the feast tonight. Did the play happen today? Uh, the play happens, like, at the festival. At they, the everyone festival. eats, and then you guys perform this play. Okay, great. So Zola um, is entirely painted blue, like um, Tobias <laughs> from Arrested <laughs> Development. Oh my god, because you blew yourself. <laughs> because the town children... <laughs> make her play Giorno Brina so she knows her duty and she has squeezed she and her father have squeezed blueberry juice all over her that morning and stained oh her skin blue oh my god yeah you're like walking through you see some of the kids oh, are like sticky. pointing and laughing or like running away in fear <laughs> sticky Zola Zola so sticky so sticky Zola oh is that Giorno Brina run um, away it's 
sticky because it's juice. <laughs> so you head through town, uh, heading to Pagliacci's Grocery. Uh, and when you enter, uh, you see that this place is packed with people. It's very busy today. People are lined up in front of the counter, finishing all those purchases they forgot to make. Others are cramped between the shelves, trying to pull things out that they can grab. Thankfully, your father ordered ahead of time, so as you enter, Pagliacci calls over to you and waves. Zola, I have your cheese close in the back. Hold on one second. Perfect. Good business today. Great business today. I love this season. It's a great time to sell out of everything. You see, as he turns, everyone is like, ugh, groaning, and the few cast glares <laughs> your way because you're kind of getting to cut ahead of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're just kind of waiting there, give me a little perception check. Okay. 18! Oh my god! Alright! I've made um, it a really yeah, low Scram, DC. <laughs> Scram dulled my perception. I actually um, have plus six. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did take that big hit when you first met him. I made you drop your wisdom. <laughs> Um, so while you're kind of standing there, you overhear this middle-aged couple behind you, like, bickering um, quietly to each other. We're going to pick up some stuff here, so it's fine. It's not fine. You know we can't afford any more. Why don't you lock up the cellar? I did lock up the cellar. Well, then how did it get taken? I don't know. Someone must have broken in. See, the woman rolls her eyes. You've forgotten how to lock up five times prior. How can you be sure you didn't accidentally leave it unlocked? I'm positive. Perhaps the kids. I put them to bed myself. I know it wasn't them. They continue to talk as the door opens once again, and Pagliacci returns with a small stack of white cloths tied together in twine. Uh, here you go, Zola. Tell your father to save a little extra mutt from the side for me. Oh, you don't even have to say it. And I take <laughs> out a piece of mozzarella from my in my pocket, and I hand him a little like a little wedge of cheese, probably some dry cheese. Yeah, yeah, it's well preserved. It's cold out today, so uh-huh. it's like refrigerator temperature everywhere. <laughs> so you just pull out this cheese, and you see he, uh, uh, just a five minute break, and he turns and immediately starts just gobbling up this cheese, <laughs> which is famously incredible, as everyone in town knows. No one would judge him for taking. Yeah, the a break. aroma wafts over everyone. <laughs> you see, everyone begins to salivate, and it all freezes in their mouth. So. So you is there anything else you want to accomplish here? Are you ready to head back home? Um, I think that Zola um likes to help people, but also um is kind of like wary of like speaking to people in town that she doesn't know because they tend to like not even want her help really. But um, she's gonna glance back at uh, this couple that she heard. And how how old do they look? They are definitely younger than middle age, probably late thirties, kind of uh. Not a new married couple. Definitely kids between ages like five and ten, mm-hmm. probably. Okay. Then I think if they're not like um ancient, who's probably like the younger people, maybe are like a little bit a little like more chill. You know what I mean? Um, Zola kind of glances back, <laughs> covered in blueberry juice. <laughs> um, are you guys having you having holiday trouble? Uh, oh um. Sorry, I just overheard, and I mean, sometimes stuff goes missing around this time of year, so... Ah, uh, yes, I'm I'm sure it was just some traveling thieves. Oh, yeah, blame it on the thieves. I'm sure it was. Thank you for your concern, but you know how it is. This season, things just go missing. Well, did you see footprints? Roll a perception check, a retroactive perception check. That's a nat one. No, uh, strangely, I think it must have been snowing last night, so it must have been all covered. Oh, okay. Oh, well, um, here's a little, um, cheese from, um, from my dad, and I hope you guys have, start to have a better frost joy. Oh, 
thank you so much. Uh, you see, they take it from you. The wife looks at the husband. They ca- they share kind of a like, that was a surprisingly positive interaction. We, we, <laughs> you know, we've always been told to kind of sort of steer clear of her because of her heritage. But hmm. the wife turns to you. Uh, thank you so much. I, mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Happy Frost Joy. Don't forget to come to the play. Happy Frost Joy. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm already out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out. Um, you head towards the north of town, um, leaving the grocery store, and the air hits your lungs. It almost makes you cough right then because the temperature has dropped quite a bit since the few moments that you've entered into the store. Floating down from the gray-white clouds above you, you start to see large flecks of snow puffy clumps that have quickly begun to gather on the ground. Oh, also, because you mentioned it being cold, um, Zola has um, an outfit change, so oh, I just yes. would like to describe what's Please describe what Zola outfit. in the so holiday I have a, season. a lot of cool, like, pelts on, like, mm. all different kind of, like, instead of chainmail, you know, my mom's chainmail, I've got, like, a leather tunic on. I've got some, like, um, they kind of look like ski pants, but mm-hmm. made from, like, canvas stuffed with, like, sheep's wool. So, like, <laughs> basically, like, um, Ugg pants. Oh, my goodness. But, like, handmade, farm-made Ugg pants. Oh and then God. I also have one of those little um kind of like an aviator cap or like a one of those like russian like fur oh, yeah. caps and on the top it has two tiny little decorative um cow horns oh <laughs> oh my god well fan art you've uh you've got your full description there's no excuse now uh, <laughs> so you are heading north of town People continue rushing around the holiday market, buying last-minute gifts and ingredients, but as the temperature continues to drop, you see some shivering hurry off to their respective homes, trying to avoid being out longer than they have to. You head north, leaving the town gates. You pass by Frederick. Hey, Zola, be careful out there. Looks like the storm's kicking up again. Hey, Freddy, no worries. I'm on my way home. Uh, tell your pop to save me a will. My husband wants to make some cachoe pepe, and all we've got is pepe. Yeah, yeah, you and everyone in the village. <laughs> Uh, you head away, um, leaving town. You walk the dirt path that leads to the forest ahead of you. I'm thinking about how every motherfucker in town will ask me to save them some cheese and no one wants to be my friend. You know, like, <laughs> they all know my dad and they all know his cheese. Uh, you know, people are cruel. That's the lesson of this holiday season. <laughs> bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> um, so by the time you reach the break in the trees, the grass is already blanketed by the snow. You feel the cold grip you as you are now passing by these snow-covered trees. Soon your steps are making crunching noises as you step into the thick layer of snow that is forming on the ground. It's relatively quiet, but as you're nearing the end of your journey, the wind has begun to pick up and thick snow begins to fall faster from the sky. The blizzard has arrived and you're beginning to lose your way. Why don't you give me another perception check? can still give me advantage just kidding he doesn't exist <laughs> he doesn't exist oh i wish he was here three a three <laughs> um you are i can't give a nature <laughs> check <laughs> nope you, you, it is it is just really cold out right now and the fact that the snow is falling so heavily it's really obscuring your vision uh, you kind of get lost in thought there thinking about how Again, the people of town are so willing to be like, oh, we love the product you make, but the person behind the product we're not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're kind of thinking that through and thinking through that hypocrisy, like, come on, people, get be better. Frost joy spirit. Fro- where's the frost joy in that? You look out and you realize you are completely lost right now. You like mm. absolutely have no idea where you're going. I don't see any cows, actually. Nope, no cows, no animals. The trees are now completely covered in snow. 
um, and the wind is just whipping at your face, causing a little bit of, like, frostbite to form on the end of your nose. Um, I think I will pull out, um, I have, um, like, a, a horn that's carved out of, um, like, some kind of, like, light stone. I don't want to say ivory, because that's so gross. Yeah, cow, cow <clears throat> horn. It is yeah, whatever yeah, cow horn Whatever material. cow horns are made of. Mm-hmm. Probably something gross, but, yeah. um, and... Because my dad also has one back. It's kind of how we communicate over the fields and stuff, or like call each other back to dinner, or get the cows to come. So I, I raise that and. Give me a performance check. Okay. <laughs> Minus one. Yep. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you blow as hard as you can. Never said it was supposed to be music. <laughs> yeah, it really was just trying to get his attention. Um, just- you. Whisked away by the wind. Yeah, it, you feel it like, you hear it rather echo out into the forest. Uh, and you wait a few moments, you hear the wind just whipping at your face. No sign of anyone coming. Until you see someone emerging from the wood. It looks to be humanoid, perhaps a little bit shorter than you, with pallid blue skin and weary ice blue eyes. His short hair is white as the snow forming around you, from which you see two sort of curled horn antlers sprouting out of his head. We Spider-Man meme. I also have <laughs> horns and blue skin right now. We, I Spider-Man meme at him. <laughs> you point at him. He points at you. Ciao, traveler. It's Ciao. a bit chilly out, wouldn't you say? Pretty cold. Hey, where am I? Um, you are... You are a bit lost in the woods, is the least I could say about it. No, yeah, that's the least I could say, too. Um, he's <laughs> just looking for any more information than that. <laughs> he steps out. He's got this gnarled kind of staff coated in frost, and he regards you relatively stoically. Uh, what is your name? Um, <clears throat> my name is... Rella, Mozzarella. You can call me Rella. All right. Give me a deception check. Okay. Um, 13. 13. Insight check. Okay. All right. Nice to meet you, Rella. What's your name? My name is John Obrina. Oh, no. You might no. have heard of me before. I do step back because <laughs> I'm in a very sensitive in... <laughs> costume. <laughs> it is... A bit problematic to I'm see so... this kind of portrayal of me. I didn't think you were real. Well, reports of my work have been greatly exaggerated. Work of the imperial propaganda machine, I'm afraid. It's hard to convince people to hand over their harvest for a military machination, so building a reason into an existing myth is far easier. Whoa. That's pretty heavy on you, isn't That's it? That's pretty. I'm, I, I sit down in the snow. <laughs> yes, okay, take a seat. It's okay, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It is, I don't know if you've realized this yet, as a half-orc, it is not a very ideal uh, place for people like you or me. Oh yeah, for sure. Anyone with, anyone who isn't a human, basically. Yes, I would say pretty much everybody is suffering under this, if you want to call it a government. Well, for for far too long I have allowed this telling of my story to continue, uh, and I'm taking the power back this time. I think someone of your bloodline could relate enough to perhaps help me in this endeavor okay can you give more information like is this like a crazy like revenge quest or uh a little bit of a revenge quest pranking them or what and also a bit of a heist 
Oh. Heist music begins to play as he sits down next to you and starts drawing in the ground. <laughs> in the snow? Yeah, in the, in the snow. Imperial, I'm listening, I'm listening. Imperial guards are told to raid the storehouses of local residents for the <gasps> nights leading up to the solstice to send off to forces on Imperial boundaries. Those supplies are stored in Lord Craven's manor in the center of town because he needs to, quote-unquote, inspect the goods before they are sent off. Oh... My, you're blowing my mind right now, dude. Have you been really under the impression that this is a good set of system in place? No, no, but I did also think that maybe we just had a cute tradition where we put food outside and, like, the squirrels ate it or something. Uh, No, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely some animals eating supplies that are left out, but a lot of times it is the Empire. the Empire. That is right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, wake up, sheeple. Yeah. It is time. We need to spread the news. <laughs> spread the, the true meaning of Frost. You need like a forum or something. Yes, I've been trying to get... <laughs> the they thorns. would never listen. They would never listen to me. All right, what's me. your plan, Jordan? All right, listen up. <laughs> there is still time before the festival tonight. I think if we can get into the storehouse behind his manor and retrieve the supplies, we can bring them into the center of town for everyone to discover when they arrive. That way, you know... Neither one of us gets the blame for breaking any imperial rules, but also the people can have their supplies back. Yeah, exactly, like Robin Hooding it. I have not heard this myth. Can you tell me more about this Robin Hood? Yeah, I tell him about Robin Hood for a, a long time. <laughs> long time. Um, he was this ranger. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this, like, um, druid ranger, and he um, he had this crazy hat. I, I draw in the snow what the hat looks like. Oh, oh, you know what they did? He was killed by the Imperial forces. Oh. For, yes. Hmm. Bah humbug. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so, listen. This is going to be a little bit dangerous, so... Um, he presses his hands together and slides them in different directions, creating this blunted, icy blade with a strong, gripped hilt. He hands it to you. This should help you if we get into any trouble. Just, you know, it's a dull blade, so you'll be knocking people out primarily. Um, have you ever swung a sword before? No, I grab it and immediately, like, thunk to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Way heavier than you could have imagined. It is the size of a great sword, so it is actually the same kind of stats mm. as your weapon in the main campaign. Subscribe now. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been I haven't been working out yet. Prior to the main campaign, Zola did about like two months of push ups before she set out on her yeah. journey. So I haven't s- started doing squats yet. <laughs> uh you should I not to tell you how to live your life. It did, it would be good to, you know, get a bo- little bit of bulk in there. Oh, okay. You're very lean, very bulk, athletic, but yeah. a little bulk would be I good. I thought that I could look, maybe look good if my shoulders broadened out a little bit. Yes, of I'm course. I'm still growing into it. Of course. I'm only 16. Uh, yes, you're only 16, so it is natural I'm for really you I'm really not to... supposed to be talking to strange cryptids in the wood. You know, this is also very true. Hmm, he sits down for a moment. <laughs> is it problematic for me to reach out to an, a, a young, impressionable youth to help me in this... T- for, in this? Hey, quick question. Yes, sir? Um... That so the story like it it it's is the part about your wife true? Ah, ah uh, yes it it is. I but that was a long time ago. Oh, I have been okay. roaming these woods for over a hundred years. Oh, I'm it's, sorry. That's a shame. Yeah, I mean I assume that she and the kids are or were okay. I hope that they, you know, continued onward after I was no longer able to provide for them. I am. The strange thing about what I am dealing with is that I, to those I, I know, I'm not able to really discuss it. Uh, it doesn't allow me to. 
oh. I'd never met you before, so I figured if I reach out, maybe you understand. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a curse. Like. Yeah, like a curse. Yeah, I can't even say the word. You know, I, I cannot say curse until someone else says it, basically. Oh, right, okay. Yes. Glad I said it. Yeah, I know. That's been out there now. Thank God. It's on the table. Well, it's we're kind of it's getting very cold out. I'm I am not I am okay. Ha, ha, I start swinging a sword. <laughs> okay, okay. Putting a little bulk on. <laughs> all right, all right. Settle down. Um, why don't you follow me? We'll take a back route through the woods and we will make our way to the town. All right. I want to do an insight. See if this guy's fucking creep. Yeah, give me an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> give me a sixteen-year-old's insight check. Hey, listen. Sixteen-year-old girls know who's a creep. That's true. That's true. Five. Five. You know, he seems pretty on above board. He seems like he's, you know, maybe you should be wary of everything a stranger says. So in that respect, you know that even without a big insight check. But you, he does seem like he's being pretty honest with you. All right. I'm ready to clobber this guy over the head with a sword, though, if he tries <laughs> anything weird in the woods. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking giving teen swords. Kind of sus behavior. Oh, uh, what are you mumbling back there? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I love your cause. Oh, thank you. This is very important to me. I'm yeah. glad I tapped you under no, my I think it's lieutenant. a good idea. I'm just suspicious of you. What? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, so, Jono leads you off the beaten path and into the frost-covered woods surrounding you. Over thick roots and mounds of packed snow, he deftly moves through the relatively difficult terrain without any trouble. You, on the other hand, are muscling through, desperately trying to keep up. Clambering. As, clambering. You're just occasionally like falling to your knees as the fall to your knees. <laughs> um, and you're like scrambling to kind of fall after. Um, he is pushing forward. You see he pushes through a couple of branches that accidentally swing straight back at you. I need you to give me an athletics check to try and catch them and push them through so you don't get smacked. <laughs> He's smacking me in the face with branches. A heads up. <laughs> oh, not one. Oh, no. <laughs> you look up and you're like, huh? And then, boom, this branch just whacks oh. you in the face. Uh, you take you take two damage as Rude. this branch just clocks you in the nose. You feel a little bit Ow. of blood trickle from your nose and then immediately freeze. Are you okay back there? Great. You keep on going, pushing <laughs> onward as he twists through the trees. Uh, you come across a frozen over pond in the woods that he gracefully spins and slides on. Uh, he turns back. Come, before the storm passes, while their vision is obscured, we need to make this move. Yeah, I gracefully slide across it. Give me an athletics check. No, I or, gracefully slide okay. across it. Well, then give me an acrobatics check. No. <laughs> Fine. Oh, goodness. Okay. It's a 10 athletics but it's a six acrobatics. Oh, well, don't worry. We're going to go with the athletics, okay. but that also still fails, so Fine. do worry. Uh, <laughs> you take... Oh, my God. You take eight cold <gasps> damage as you step onto the ice, and no! he turns and goes, are you all... And then you see you plunge through the water, um, ice just, like, splashing all over you. You are freezing cold. Your your thick parka like furs are all soaked. You see the blue <laughs> blueberry just like dripping off of your face. Are you still conscious? Um yeah, I have two hit points left. <laughs> um so I drag myself out and I just um lay on the banks of the water. <laughs> oh my god, that I am so sorry. I really thought the ice would hold. Why did we go across the pond? We How were, far is it around? It's uh, you like look, it's 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 decently sized. It would take us a time. I worry about the blizzard. Oh, I, I, you know, no, yeah, I know. I'm no. sorry. Look, 
I apologize. Uh, I don't really have any healing potions. That's oh, a, great. Uh, so, you know, maybe a little short-sighted that uh, whoever planned this little adventure, me, did not plan for this. I guess I'll just... Uh uh, I guess I'll just uh, second wind. <laughs> do you? I was going to say, do you have second wind at least? I do. I have second okay, wind. Okay, let's see what yeah. we got here. <laughs> nice. I rolled max oh. recovery, so I get um, 11 hit points back. Or actually, I get 10 so that I'm, I can't go over my max, right? Yeah, you can't For go second over wind. Okay, yeah, so I go back to full. Yeah, you <sighs> take just, a deep breath. <laughs> take a few deep breaths. Just, Wipe the blueberry juice out of my now. eyes. You good? Yeah. Just cold. <laughs> hands you hands you a little towel. He's like, here you go. Turn yourself off a little. <laughs> Why do you have that? Oh, uh, you know, you, sometimes you need a towel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry that you're a displaced person. I shouldn't be like judging what you have yeah, on. Makes I have sense. very little to my name. You have a towel. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> you catch up. Um, you know, you catch your breath. Uh, and you finally get to set off again, this icy fiend taking the lead over the snow-covered grass. Noah said they weren't going to kill me! I said I wasn't going to kill you! But then I put three skill challenges before the actual adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had to make it. I had to add some some danger. Well, great. I have to kill you. My second wind is gone now. Second wind so. is gone. Well, here's hoping you don't have to fight anyone. Um, so you, yeah, you follow after him as he charges through the woods. Eventually, you pass through the trees and you see the now, like, snow-covered fields that lie before the Palisades of Paddlewick. A lot of the snow that's coming down just very quickly obscures a lot of what you can see before you. You see basically kind of, like, the outlines of the Palisade in the distance. You can't even see the ocean beyond it. Giorno turns to you. I'm going to need you to take point here to get us into the city. I'm sure you've got like, I don't know, like a kid nephew or something or something I could, you know, pretend to be um, while we go up. If you want to try and he like pulls his hood up, like hunches over. Maybe I take on this a little kind of role and you. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah, I think that we can make that happen. All right. Yeah. I'm sure this will never happen to you again. You will never have to smuggle someone of. Yeah, as long as it's the just city. the one time. Yeah, just the one time. Uh, so you head forward, him kind of disguised. Um, as you're walking, he goes, Once we're inside the walls, we'll split up, as every adventuring party should, and I'll loop around the manor. Okay. I'll provide the distraction so you can get into the storehouse in the back, okay. and once you do, leave the door unlocked so we can regroup and take all the supplies out. Okay. We'll drag them into the center of the town, and bam, the citizens will come out, and the feast will be ready to greet them. Sounds super easy. Yes, I can't imagine this going wrong at all. I have planned this extensively. It's going great. <laughs> um, you approach the town gate, the two of him like hunched over, kind of waddling, trying to pretend to be just whatever figure you plant. You haven't even gone over the kind of figure you could describe mm -hmm. him as, but he's just like, oh, maybe an old man type. You approach and from the Palisades through the snowy haze, you hear Frederick again. Zola, uh, back so soon? Shouldn't you be hurrying back to your papa so everything's ready for the feast? Actually, I'm hurrying more than you could ever imagine because you see him my papa he's very sick oh no uh give me a deception check with advantage okay my hope is that like the blue skin can be like he's like <coughs> really pale it's me uh her papa it's some terrible some terrible winter cold Look at my skin! Jordan has cast a curse on us this season. <laughs> a horrid blue hand oh, out of the hood. Okay, you said deception, right? That's right. So I rolled a 12 minus 1. 11. That yep. is literally just above the DC. 
Um, Frederick isn't the most insightful guy, and he likes you a lot, so he's, you know, he's not going to, like, withhold you from being in the city. Um, all right, uh, you know, go get some medicine. Whatever you need your da- for your dad. Whatever you need. Come Thanks, on. Frederick. Um, the gate is slowly raised, and you are able to head into the city. Entering in, you see it's a very different scene from where you left it. Most of the townsfolk have packed up their belongings, have huddled into their homes, which glow with candlelight and warm fireplaces. You see a few hurrying their, um, like back and forth, but literally the streets are mostly empty mm-hmm. since the festival is in like less than an hour. Everybody's cooking. Everyone's trying to pregame, you know, to get their get their mm-hmm. frost joy on. Um, Bottling up some some yeah. aperols. <laughs> yeah. Get some spritzers ready so when you get out there you don't have to keep running back to the house to keep making yourself fucking cocktails. Uh, so you guys kind of make your way into town uh, and Jorno does some of those kind of like military signals like you, eyes, pointing at the eyes, pointing at the manor, which you know is like further down the street uh-huh. and in the square. Like, um, yeah, I know, where, I know where it is. And then he uh-huh. like points at the alley and go- pulls his hood down a little bit more and just bolts off. <laughs> okay. We've really been planning this. <laughs> That's weird. All right. So you are kind of traveling. Um, are you trying to be inconspicuous? Because if so, I will need a stealth check. Yeah. I think once I part um, with him, I just uh, pull my hood over my head. You're soaking wet hood. In my soaking wet hood. I'm <laughs> Absolutely fucking freezing. freezing. Um, and then I, but I probably run hot blooded. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I kind of step back into a shadow and just wait until anyone who saw me with the figure has like gone off the street. So that's like a fresh group okay. of people you know yeah give me a stealth check with advantage actually okay. 16 so 16. glad it was with advantage i know right well thankfully you don't have your chain mail so you know you're, oh true you don't have disadvantage, yeah, I don't have yeah. with that you begin to sneak through once people have you know made their way back mm. into their homes you work your way through these barren alleys weaving around to put yourself you know a little distance between anyone um you cut east across where you know the alley opens up to the town square you see this large cobblestone square is, despite the blizzard raging around it and the heavy snow coating most of it, it is beautifully decorated. Mm. The lanterns whip in the wind but still haven't fallen. The wooden tables are covered but still are set in line, ready for the feasting whenever it's time. Wow, we're really about to all feast out here in a blizzard, huh? They, <laughs> I hate when this happens. Any, <laughs> it happens almost every year. <laughs> every year, no one has learned their lesson that maybe we could just have like a recreational hall to do yeah. this in. Eyes are... I don't even know how our our grain stores last this long. Yes, yeah, <laughs> by now we're usually all eating jerky. And the funds are being—they're not being allocated to the right places. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of social structures to help people here. It's yeah, the the church of the Temple of Shantae is doing a lot of the bulk work here. Mm-hmm. So you see this town square, though many of the d- buildings are dark. You see lots glow with life from the people inside trying to finish their prep, and as we said before, pregame the festivities coming soon. On the far side, opposite the central statue, which you see is covered in evergreen branches and holly, looming high above most of the other simple structures is the ornate mansion of Lord Craven Eaglebottom, the cruel leader of Padawick. Nice spit in the snow. Patooey. <laughs> <laughs> it freezes as it falls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lethal. Um, most of the windows of this huge mansion are dark, but you do see some smoke is coming from the stone chimney that rises high above it, so you do know he's definitely inside the mansion itself is surrounded by a small iron fence and at the front there are two towns guard their red and gold uniforms bright against the white storm raging all around you 
you would know that this iron fence continues all the way around this large home and in the back which faces the eastern part of town there is a sort of like storehouse positioned on the southern side mm. out of game you know that lord craven's main room slash study is positioned in that back part of the uh, mansion with like windows literally looking out into the streets uh-huh. so in order to get to the storehouse you'll have to get over that fence mm-hmm. get around the home mm-hmm. avoiding any line of sight of the windows of course right. Break into the sort of garage-like structure and get as much as you can before anyone catches you. Okay. Okay? All right. Excellent. <laughs> now that you are, like, you're, like, kind of looking at this issue, you hear some guards in the distance. Hey, you there. What are you? Ah! Doof, doof, doof. Just, like, the sound of, like, <laughs> snowballs and just, like, wind whipping around. You know this has got to be I a signal. I don't even look back. I just <laughs> start, <laughs> start running. <laughs> uh, you bolt across the square. Um, the snow just whipping around you. Eventually, you find yourself, like, by the fence. You make your way around these guards. You are getting towards the back of the mansion on the other side of this raw iron barrier that surrounds a snow-covered backyard of sorts. You see, like, a few tufts of dead grass pushing through the white blanket. You see some broken bottles and toys and loose coins, things that are, you know, accidentally find their way over the fence and then obviously never get returned to the Mm -hmm. people who put them there. But other than that, it's relatively barren. You look at the back of this study, three massive arched glass windows on this sort of hexagon-shaped stone wall, uh, and you can't help but get lost in a moment inside this warm glow, practically beckoning to you now that you are soaked mm-hmm. and just like stuck in an absolute blizzard. Uh, right was now. it near death for a moment? <laughs> I, I look at the up at the manor and I think, you know, I usually love bay windows, mm. but those look so fucking tacky. I can't even. How do you manage to make bay windows look tacky? <laughs> is it the drapery? <laughs> you do look in. It is. The, the color schemes are all off. Very it's gaudy. gaudy. Yeah. Oh, so gold. Ooh. Look, he's got gold tinsel. He Who le- has gold tinsel? All people in. use silver tinsel. Yeah, silver is the way to go. He leans into these imperial colors, and mm-hmm. they're just not going with the space oh, at try all. Try hard. Try hard, indeed. You More than you know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you're giving too much away. Give me too much away. So you look inside. You see this beautifully decorated study filled with art and books and sculptures with a massive wooden desk covered in ledgers and tomes you see a tall wooden double door um, that leads into the study opens and in walks lord craver and eagle bottom is he wearing little um christmas p- pajamas or frost joy pajamas he has some frost joy pajamas on. on he's got the nightcap <laughs> they're gray he's holding a candle and he looks very very grumpy he's got hot cocoa <laughs> he's got a hot a steaming cup of hot cocoa still looks miserable. he's crotchety balding like gold like he's He's got um, blondish hair, but there are like little balding spots as he's gotten older. He's like a lanky man. He just practically exudes miser- misery. He's the exact <laughs> opposite of Frost Joy. He is like hot, sad, or whatever that would be. Do you know who I picture him as? You just called him lanky, and I want to let you know that I was not picturing him as lanky. I've been picturing him as um the mean principal from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, scratch everything I said. It, he is the principal from Buffy, but not the first principal, not the, not first, the one that gets eaten, not the one that gets the eaten, second the one. second one. And also, in case this contradicts anything I said in the first or second episode, I will re-edit that yeah, so it reflects it. this. <laughs> I will erase the whole episode, start over. Uh, so you see, he enters in, followed by his incredibly massive, muscled bodyguard, Munu Brighthorn. He's got like white skin and these black tattoos all over his body and he carries um this 
this large silver tray with a feast of paddlewicky and cuisine. Um, Lord Craven seems to be like muttering something to Muno, who is stoically nodding. And as his boss takes his seat, he begins to like put out food for him. This guy just throws himself a lonely ass banquet mm-hmm. with with an employee <laughs> who cannot legally leave. <laughs> with like literally like it's like he's buying it on the company card. <laughs> like that it's so sad this is food that he has taken from the people of paddle with all the knowledge you have now this is clearly food that you guys have harvested (laughs) you see a beautiful little ball of mozzarella from your farm that's cheese we don't even sell yeah that's we just make it for ourselves for our special rice ball it's the special rice ball cheese and he has it right in his plate and he is just he he's eating like an apple he's just like a monster it's not even you gotta it's not even good until you melt it So you stand on the other side of this wrought iron fence. Um, how would you like to proceed? Mm. Well, what does, um, where is Munu looking? Is he looking at the door? Or? Currently looking kind of down. If if you're looking, let's say you are facing that bay window and to yeah. your left around, like as the wrought iron fence wraps around the building to your left on the southern side, you see that kind of storehouse. In the windows, he is just looking down at the plates he is, like, putting out onto the desk. And Lord Cravern is obviously looking towards the doors. He's fi- right. on, at his desk, facing away from the windows. Right. All right. Well, as while Munu is looking down, I'd like to just huh, try and toss myself over the <laughs> oh fence. Oh, my goodness. Give I, me an um, athletics check. <laughs> I would like to... Um, I would like to take the sword that Jorno gave me and try and use it um, like someone would use, like, um, a long jump pole. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I I. It is funny. So I part of me wants to reward you, but if no I reward you, it may not <laughs> it may not have consequences. So I'm just gonna say regular roll athletics. That's check. fine. Just just some taste. Just some flavor. Just some spice. Text. Ten. Ten. Well, it takes you a little bit. You like run forward and <laughs> launch, and as you're launching, you fully just like. Your top half is definitely going to get over. Mm-hmm. But from, like, your waist below, you just clink and just, <laughs> and just fall into the snow. I need you to give me a stealth check. I'm going to roll a perception check to see if you are seen as you. This is the equivalent of, like, camera switches to inside yeah. the, the study. And you see someone just <laughs> fall into the snow. As soon as I fall, I just lay in the snow. I don't move at all. <laughs> I got an eight. An eight. Um, he rolled a 10. <laughs> you see, they're like, you... Christmas is canceled. Christmas, or Frostro is canceled. You fall into the snow. You're like, <laughs> the wind is knocked out of you for a bit. You brush off the snow. And you, like, as you're getting up, you're like, I can't believe Autark stuck me in this Hicksville. I should be at the seat of Tambamello, sipping from crystal goblets, but I'm here doing inventory for meaningless crusades. Uh, and then you see Muno is like, oh, we're good to still enjoy the fun uh boss uh, and you like are making full on as i'm army crawling through the snow like, trying to get behind the shed <laughs> lord craver turns and sees you just like you've got like your hood up and everything you're soaked there's like blueberry smeared across <laughs> you you don't look like zola but insane. you look insane <laughs> um uh, 
guards, guards, guards. You just start screaming. You see, the, like, immediately the doors to the study fly open, and you see, like, two townsguard run in. They're pointing their halberd just, like, randomly. Say, outside, outside. You, seeing that this is clearly not going to go in your favor, uh-huh. uh, I need you to roll initiative. Oh. Why? Why? <laughs> hmm. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve, okay. Um, Fuck me. 18. Um, at the front of the order, you see that they all begin leaving the study. Mr. Brina! Um, you see <laughs> on initiative... Um, what did you get again? 12. 12. Uh, it is now your turn. Jono has not arrived yet. Uh, you stand within the fence now. Mm-hmm. You see them all kind of rushing towards the doors, about to leave the study to kind of make their way out to try and stop you from whatever you're doing. Yeah, I would like to... Um, try and um, pull myself up again and try to like is there a way like once I clamber to the top of the fence that I can then clamber to the top of the storage shed like is it set back against the fence it is if you were like now that you're on the inside if you're looking straight oh I'm on the inside yes with the 10 you managed to get over gotcha but but I fell fell okay (laughs) so you are looking straight at it you could easily get onto the roof yeah I want to clamber onto the roof and hold my sword out like a like a saber <laughs> oh my god okay so you uh you rush over use your movement to climb up onto this it's a very short it's it's a longer storehouse than it is tall mm-hmm. you are now on top of it you see you've still got some time before anyone has arrived yeah um, i i think i'm gonna um just keep yelling um mr brina <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, come quick! And, Incredible. Um, weekly, I guess. I guess I'll just hold an action to, um, if one of them tries to, like, wound me in any way, then I'll hit back. Okay. But I'm just, um, think moving as far away from them as I can by getting on top of the shed. In fucking credible. Okay, so it is now Giorno's turn. So you are, like, standing up. You climb up onto the storehouse. You see there are no windows to the storehouse. It's literally just, like, a wooden, long, rectangular box. Um, There's a single door leading into it. Um, You have, you know, obviously chosen to avoid the door, get on the roof. Uh, (laughs) So you standing up. You you look around. You look around. um, And you see sliding around the corner, Giorno, his hood down, his horns out. He slides on, like, this, like, Frozone-esque ice path that he just, like, skids (laughs) off of. It's less of a heist now, more of a free-for-all. It doesn't seem that way. I tried to create the distraction, but now they are all heading this way. Yeah, uh, no, I was the distraction, it turns out. It turns out. Maybe I should have placed it differently. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's improv, it's improv. Um, he turns, and as you see, like, what looks to be maybe, I don't know, ten or so, maybe a dozen townsguard now, like, circling, he looks ten. and you see him <laughs> snap his fingers, and this huge ball of like icy storm appears on them and when it faints they are all frozen solid um that was awesome it was awesome they might be dead so let's hurry up (laughs) oh no i know some of those guys (laughs) um let's hurry let's hurry that is his turn basically he stands below you now in front of the uh, storehouse so he rips open the doors and and begins to just like pull out things Mm -hmm. if you grab them and just throw them over the fence that is better than nothing perfect perfect (laughs) excellent um i'm like my legs are dangling down over like 
the awning over the door. I'm sitting on the roof and just reaching down and then like I'm um, deadlifting shit over my head and back, tossing it back over, just doing reps. <laughs> I this knew is, you were going to bulk me up. This is how you get that kind of muscle. This is how you get gains, my friend. <laughs> um, you are just throwing things out of this storehouse. Um, top of the round, you see Initiative 18 was most of those guards. They are frozen. You see others gathering. Oh, Mamma mia, what happened to our friends? Jonobrina is laying a curse on you. Oh no! <laughs> um, you see some are like kind of crack using their blades to crack at the eyes, trying to chip their friends out. It's an ice sculpting contest. <laughs> so, the traditional ice sculpting contest Adorable. has begun. Um, you see, they're all doing a fantastic job I'm of creating sculptures. I'm holding up scorecards. <laughs> That's a five. You're really getting messy. Four. Just chipped his fingers off. Um, so they're like working on that. You see, or rather you hear, from the front, not yet within range. I'm gonna kill them! And then also, this is who who are these people? What's going on? One this legend is fake! It's all fake! What's going on? Well, just so you know, one of those guys is super strong, one of those guys is super weak. Uh, good to know, good to know. Hmm. Would these people be mad if I killed their leader? Oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't kill the town just so that there's not like a witch hunt kind of situation. We've actually already had a couple of those. That is true, and it would probably also go against the whole rewriting my story to be a more yeah. benevolent trickster figure. Maybe like if you have any like, I don't know, um, like atomic wedgie spells or... Okay, <laughs> you have been reading too many Captain Underpants books, my friend. <laughs> I love those scrolls. <laughs> you love those, sc those, those graphic scrolls. Uh, well, listen, I have have some magic left in me i think we'll be okay but we need to hurry that is you know top of the order that yeah, the turn, play is about to begin and i gotta get back in hair and makeup you are not in costume my friend and if you're <laughs> going to play me you need to do a much better job i'm uh, not even supposed to eat in this <laughs> oh my god this is touching upon the past we many of us have all experienced um you are up it is your turn give me an athletics check we're trying to see how much you can kind of throw out cool, over yeah. your shoulder basically Oh, and that one. No, you you go and I mean, grab. I mean, I'm plus six, but it was you, that one. It's a seven. So, we'll, I mean, I'll say this. It's not it's not like you're not getting anything, but as you're grabbing things and tossing them over your shoulder towards the fence, many are hitting the fence and just exploding, <laughs> showering supplies everywhere. You see, like, dried meats, like, the cascading out and rolling on well, the snow. That's the rose's maple syrup. It's If you scoop it up, we might be able to make, like, a snow cone out of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that maple candy, maple candy. Uh, it's a fine. little house on the prairie style. It's a little house on the prairie style. Um... <laughs> There are prairies in my world. This is, it's canon. Um, so you keep on working. He uses his turn. He rushes forward. I am going to try and hold them off. Keep doing whatever you can to get all this stuff out. He is going to cast. Before he goes to rush forward to deal with the approaching guards, he taps you on the shoulder. Um, and you feel yourself vibrate with energy. He has cast haste on you. Um, you, Whoa. you have plus two to AC, <laughs> advantage on dexterity saving throws, uh, and you get an additional action on your turn, which can be used to attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. So he touches you and he goes, I will try to hold them off, and runs forward. You see him like still casting in his hand, sustaining the spell. It is now your turn. What would you, you, I assume you're trying to do athletic checks, but are, is there anything else you want to do during this time? Yeah, I think I would like to hop down, run into the door, and try and find um, 
my dad's cheese that got stolen. I think I'm looking oh. specifically for our shit now. Okay, give me an investigation I'm like, check. You know, fuck this guy. <laughs> he's not getting my fucking not, cheese. If he's if he's gonna steal from us, he's definitely not stealing specifically from my not family. Not getting cheese. <laughs> Oh my god! It rolled so slow. <laughs> a miracle of frost joy. You sift through things. You're like tossing out boxes. You've got a you've gotten a good chunk of things out, but there's so much in here. I hunt it down by spell. <laughs> you just you just skip pulling stuff. Something stinky stuff. in here. Something <laughs> and then you pull it. You pull open a box and you see all of the, your cheeses. You see like Parmesan and Pecorino and mozzarella. Everything perfectly preserved. All stuff that you had been saving specifically for this day and the special rice balls you and your dad Gianni make. I leave behind um, one wheel of the cheese that I know makes people fart the most. Nice. You leave be- you leave behind your, your stankiest. <laughs> Some real unpasteurized <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, and then I'll take um, a disengage. Or I guess I'll take a dash and um, I'll try and get the fuck out of there and get over the fence. All right. Give me an athletics check as you like grab stuff and begin to move. Um, that is a 17. 17. You get a, you've, again, looking out at the street, you see that you've already gotten, like, a small pile of supplies just, like, gathered, scattered there. And as you run out, you toss another box holding the bag of cheeses that you've pulled out of that crate. <laughs> you look like blue Santa Claus. Here it goes. Wet blue <laughs> <Solo> Santa Claus. <laughs> And you leap up, pull yourself, and vault over the fence. You turn back and you see Joan Robrina, like some ray of frost, like cast something towards someone else, freezing this guy, this guy's head. And he's like, rrr, rrr, like smacking the, the ice. Hey, I think, I think, cut your losses. Let's go. I think it's a time to go. Um, he turns and he, on his turn, will be using his action to run. Those guards' families are gonna have a bad frost joy. Bad frost joy for the for the town's guard. What happens when you're complicit? <laughs> That's true. You know, the Nuremberg defense doesn't work even in Fayfall, my friends. Even on holidays. <laughs> even on Frost Joy. Um, he is looking to, like he's going to bolt after you. You vault over and you are standing in one of the major streets, not the main street, but one of the major streets that leads back towards the actual town square. Um, are you going to, on your turn, try and take some of this stuff or are you just going to leave all of it except for the cheese bag that you have? <laughs> No, I think I actually, um, do I, how close is Pagliacci's? Um, I would say Pagliacci's is on the other side of the square. So if you're heading straight back towards the square, you will basically, it'll be the, one of the further places you would go to. I would like to call for him. I, I'm like, as I'm trying to get as many sacks like in my arms as I possibly can because I know that most of these people are like also farmers or just like little old ladies who like can shit to get through the winter yeah, exactly. like so I'm grabbing as much as I can and I'm like Mr. Pagliacci Mr. Pagliacci I need you to help me save Frost Joy oh my goodness are you um are you using your horn at all yeah I'll yell into my <laughs> um give me a Give me a luck check, but give me it with advantage, funny enough. Hard to think of advantage with luck, but... Two elevens. Two elevens. Wow. All right. Angel Very numbers. middling. Um, you <laughs> well, call we out. had different reactions. I was like, <laughs> Angels. spiritual. You were like, like, that is useless. <laughs> uh, you call out. Doesn't seem like anyone's answer, answering right, right now. I'm just taking my shit and going. You grab your stuff. Uh, it'll stay preserved in the snow. Yeah, you you see Jorno Brina following after you. He vaults over the fence grab with a little bag. 
tumbles into the, the big pile of things you've left. Oh, so we're just going to leave these here. My, you just smashed most of it when you land on it. <laughs> Shit, oh fuck. <laughs> you have glass in your back. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. I mean, grab what you can, but I've got what matters to me. All right. <laughs> um, you see he begins to, like, stuff things in a, um, a small bag that seems far too small for what you he, it should be able to hold. But you see he's, like, stuffing it full of all these different things. Um, you see these guards begin to run after. Hey, you stop there. Stop there. It looks like he manages to freeze one and freeze another, but one gets past and is running straight for you. Um, you turn to face him as he, this person draws their sword. Oh, shit. Freeze! What I do you do? I toss the cheese over my shoulder and whip out my ice sword. Hell yeah. Uh, it is now your turn. Amazing. Uh, All give right. me an attack. I'm going to attack him. Ooh, that's going to be an 18. Oh my goodness, an 18 definitely hits. All right. I'll re-roll that two, and it's a one. Should have stuck with the two. Oh no. Um, it's six damage. Six damage. Okay, you turn, and he's like, hey, you, stop, and you just fully, like, baseball back. Clock him over the head with ice. I think this sword, oh. um, can we flavor it and say that it's like an icicle, and it snaps off every time and then regrows from the hilt? Yeah, so, like, you see it literally shatter over his face, and as you draw back, you see it just re-extend. Um, oh, Fuck! I'm pretty good at this, Jarno. Jeez! You're doing fantastic! Keep it up! Uh, she's trying to hold off different people. I may get some severe consequences from this. <laughs> I think you look like me! You see the guy, like, clearly concussed. You'll, you'll never get away with this, Jarno Brina. I am a real person, a Jarno. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is going exactly as I predicted. Um... <laughs> It is now his turn. He's going to take a swing on you. No. Uh, that oh, is, wait. Uh? I'm so sorry, but am I still hasted? You are still hasted. You get a so second attack and action. or action. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to attack him again. I am going to hit you. Wait, what are you doing? You're fast. Actually, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'll hit him again. I was deciding whether I wanted to take the dodge action or if I wanted to hit him again, but I'll just oh, try and goodness. knock him out. Uh, that's a nine. A nine. A nine will unfortunately not hit. So Should though you are fast. Should have taken the dodge action. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, there's sometimes you gotta take. You gotta. You gotta take your shot. Gotta you go know? for broke. Gotta go for shot. Not. Not throwing away my shot. Hashtag Hamilton. <laughs> out on Disney Lynn. Plus. Um, <laughs> Lynn, I hope you're listening. You swing twice. You hit once, but unfortunately, the second time you miss. He takes a swing on you, but totally misses you as well. Now it is your turn again. You you look back, you see Jono is clearly able to handle himself. He is kind of frost blasting people in the face. He's taken a few cuts, but he's a blur. Um, clearly more powerful than these innocent guards. Do I recognize this guard? Give me um give me a luck check. Thirteen. Thirteen. This looks like that really, really hot guard that you saw earlier walking with that Vanessa Hudgens type. <laughs> You will never get away with this, Giorno Brina. You are so handsome. I hit him <laughs> with my sword. <laughs> you are, have striking features. Um, that's a 10. <laughs> a little flustered by his handsomeness, you swing once and miss this time. Uh, oh, no, no, 20! Oh no, I crit on Gio! <laughs> uh, oh, 
what do you do? Whoa! And then you just swing this massive icy blade that again just shatters over his head and fing, reforms once again. Um, so, all your damage. Um, that is going to be 46, but I also have savage attacks. I get an extra dice on my crits because I'm a half orc. So that's going to be 5d6, baby. Okay. It is It is so statistically unlikely that he will not be unconscious. You'd have to roll a <laughs> one on every die. So let's see what happens. And I'm re-rolling the one. 22 damage. Oh, my God, he could not be more unconscious. If this was a lethal, if you were trying to kill him, you would fully, he would be auto dead um, in I one think hit. I last, um, I'm swinging really fast because he hasted me. And so mm-hmm. I'm swinging faster than the ice sword can regrow. And I go to swing it and I look and there's no ice in it. And so I just don't slam the pommel of the sword on his head. Right in his head, you see his eyes roll back and he falls into the snow, completely unconscious. Mary Frost Joy to you and yours. Mary Frost Joy, you're no brainer. Um, he is <laughs> unconscious. Um, his loud voice echoing <laughs> in the town square. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I mean, <laughs> we keep fucking up our own holidays. Also, so sorry to any of our listeners who celebrate <laughs> things other than Christmas. Christmas. We're being very Christmas-centric right now. My partner is Jewish. He's going to be SMHing to yeah, this the whole this, time. I imagine many of you will be disappointed in us. I promise we will do better next time. Holiday. I'm just going to cut in the word holiday. Every It'll be like <laughs> us yeah, normally talking. now. Holiday. 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 We We got them all now. (laughs) Those are all the emotions. Those are good. So he falls into the snow unconscious. Um, You see Jorno catch up with you, having taken out three guards that had managed to push past the icy statues he had formed. All right. uh, A little frost cheer. We are definitely bringing it, I think, um, to... Others, but not these people. These people. (laughs) Everyone but these people are gonna have a great frost joy. This is a good thing we are doing. This is alignment wise a good thing. Okay. This is a good deed. So you keep on forging forward, you run through the square with the few items you had carried. Again, like as you look back and most of the items that had been tossed over the fence have actually been made into Giorno's bag. But there is just like a trail of items following you guys from things you just like scattered and just falling off of you as you run. Um, Is there like a little stage in this like area where we were going to have the play? Yes, there is. If you're looking at the town square and you've got like the the Frost Joy like monument in the center, you've got the stage on the north end kind of to the right of Pagliacci's, funny enough. I would like to um, take um, all of the things that I've gathered and like toss them on the stage. <laughs> um, and then before any guards um, catch up to us, I um, blow my horn to call all the townspeople out and I bring I bring Giorno up on stage with me and I, I begin to sing. Oh my god. Frost joy, sons and daughters and people. We're gonna get so sued. Uh, <laughs> so copyrighted. Um, welcoming our special guest Matthew Morrison <laughs> of Glee. Of Glee. Oh my god, this is the best holiday episode ever. <laughs> we have Matthew Morrison on for the last five minutes. 
And the rest of the Glee cast will join us for the credits as well. Except for Leah Michelle. Except for Leah Michelle. She, she is, refused to come. Yeah, uh, it was not of our choosing. She was the one who was like, never. I'm not coming. This show is offensive. The way you portrayed Giobrena is absolutely just completely appropriative. So anyways, you are you run up to the stage <laughs> and you begin showering. Just like you see, Gio goes, okay, I guess this is the spot, huh? And he takes the bag of holding and just opens it and you see just huge mounds of just like cheeses and meats and all sorts of supplies breads and just it everything stinks. Uh, it stinks of cheese and meat good lord putting these all together might have been a mistake but yeah well it'll be better <laughs> let it air out it'll be fine um as you go to blow the horn he puts a hand on you thank you for all your help mozzarella yeah well you're not leaving now are you i want to tell the people that you're the one who saved frost joy well for one thing part of the the legend is it needs to be sustained uh, the myth you know the kind that kind of and also i mean a lot of crime happened here it would be a great thing for me to not be at the scene you're of the right crime. actually you did commit a lot of murders back yes there. i i mean i think they might be okay but i am against kind of assuming a lot oh, of things no. i had to kind of go hard there because i didn't want you to get caught because yeah. i felt really responsible because you are you I know underage and yeah. you live here i right. am underage i want right. to make that clear yes again I apologize for... I step back. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a step back, too. Uh, again, I apologize. Uh, I am, like, a hundred-something years old. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. It's we're, weird. It's That we're talking. But I think it's fine. We did fine. Thank you uh, for helping me. I think I'll just leave it at that. Um, is there anything you, like, need for your life in the woods before you go? Also, where do you live in the summer? <laughs> Um, oh, look over there. Uh, if you see, he like turns you. If you look right <laughs> over there, I, that's my house up on the hill. And as you look, uh, you turn back and he is gone. He has faded into frost. That guy uh, might have been a pervert. The winds die down. <laughs> <laughs> and you look around. The snow has stopped. The air, though cold, is much less painful to breathe. You hear the sounds of doors opening. People called by the horn that you've blown. Actually, will you blow your horn, of course, once yeah, he leaves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you blow your Frost Joy horn. No. Um, and people are beginning to exit their homes to the sound of the music. Um, they wear fur coats and layers upon layers of robes, all holding baskets or plates or anything they've created to bring to this festival. Some carry torches and begin lighting the lanterns. Others carry huge cooked plates, man, like beef and chicken and duck and pork this delicious antipasto and vegetable sides some sing frost joy carols and others just chat excitedly about who they will dance with at midnight you look back towards what the little pile of snow that you know was um oh, thinking he like olaf he olaf baby he olaf he, olaf dies in the end of Rose. <laughs> um you look back he is gone um, you turn to the sword that you had been carrying in your hand and you see it melts in your and just trickles away into water. No evidence of the legend that is John Rubrina. No evidence of all the crimes that I committed today. The crowd is now growing much larger now. You stand on the stage, you see people are kind of walking around. Uh, has the show started yet? People of Paddlewick, a special pre-show. All of the missing items John Obrina had hidden in our mayor's store shed. Isn't that weird? 
anyway, and I just started wordlessly <laughs> distributing any of the goods that I had. Weird that Jordan Obrina would put this in the store shed of the richest person who lives in our town. Isn't oh, that, that weird? It's very strange. You see people give me a give me a charisma check, yeah, which I think means I'm roll just a d twenty minus one. Encouraging some like um class. Descent. Um yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> what uh uh, ooh, I rolled a 19. Oh, my God. So it's an 18 for persuasion. That is a such a frustrating roll. <laughs> I could imagine if you rolled a one. <laughs> Just like, like, get her. stole this. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm tarred and feathered. You you begin to hand out things. Um, you see people like actually genuinely thanking you, looking you in the eyes, kind of for the first time. Thank you, and they wink at you. Join Obrina. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, of course. Why are they winking? Do they actually um, think that? <laughs> the kids like so gather the around. In this town don't like me very much. It's a very confusing <laughs> vibe in Battlewick. <laughs> Um, you do see some of the kids run up to you, the ones who would normally be in this little pageant with you, and you see a few of them like bring out little. Um, one of them has gathered some of the maple that is formed in the snow. <laughs> I made maple candy for you. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Jarna. Please don't take all my stuff. No, I'm not. Thank you. Okay, I'm Jarna Brina. <laughs> Throwing your hands ah, up in the air. Give me your stuff. Uh, the crowd growing ever larger. You see nearly everyone in the town is here now. Oh, the- do I see the people who I saw in Pagliacci's this morning? Did um, I get their stuff? Yeah, give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. Everyone in town is here for sure, so. 11. 11. <laughs> um, you look out, you're scanning... And you know what? You actually do see um, this young man and woman, mid-30s, walking with a little girl and a little boy. They, you know, kind of are chattering excitedly, um, passing by, getting offered some food and drinks. Um, What are you saying to them? Um, I think I, like, kind of, once people start, like, gathering around and, like, taking their stuff out of the The pile, pile, exactly, I kind of edge my way through the crowd. And I go, "Um, hey, so I think actually... I met you guys this morning. Do you remember? Oh, uh, I'm yeah, yes, covered in blueberry. I was covered in blueberry juice now then. It's Johnny's some... girl, I believe. Zola. Nice to meet you. Nice Zola. to meet you. Um, we've lived in the same town for 18 years, but her 16 years, but um, weird that I've never seen or interacted with you. Yeah, That's... weird. <laughs> um, anyway, I found some stuff um, in our um, rat face mayor's um, <laughs> shed that Jorno Brina hid in there. So if you want to look and see if um, I don't know, maybe the stuff that got, um, you know, stolen from your shed is in there. Think might might not be all your husband's fault. Also, here's some maple candies, guys. And I kneel down and I give their kids the oh maple candies. God. It's a candy. I love it. They are all like chewing, <laughs> chewing on the little maple so candies. Um, you see the wife looks at the husband. Um, she smiles. Perhaps I was a little too tough on you. I should have had a little more frustration. Yeah, no, we should we should be tough on men though. It's, I agree. You know, hold them yeah. to the standard they hold yeah, us to. Lock, lock up the fucking shed, right? Yeah, I, I mean, how hard is it to how lock hard up? is it to lock up yeah, a fucking much, shed? How much labor do you do in the household? I, you school the children? I you school the, the children. I cook the you meals. Clean? I clean the house. Yeah, and what does he do? Lock up the fucking shed. He locks up the shed and works in the fields. It is hard to work in the fields, but you see, he's like very just like uh yes uh. <laughs> 
I am going to go look for our stuff in the pile. Uh, thank you so much, Zola. It is nice to meet you and nice to meet you. Mary happy Frost, Frost Joy. Yes. Sleep him, Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that drone shot from above us, we pull out to see the snow-covered town of Padawick glimmering with lantern light and Frost Joy spirit. A holiday saved by the hero to be, Gorgonzola. And that is where we will end our session today. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Happy fucking Frost Joy, everybody. Happy Frost Joy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This was, you know what? Here's the thing, guys. One shots are hard. And you, and if I you said them in the past, yeah, you didn't die. And if you said them in the past, be wary that you you, have you can't to have, die you can't die and you need to have some backup mechanics um <laughs> just a little teaser this will be something if you subscribe to our patreon i'm getting a little ahead of myself so let me blah, 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 blah. thank you to everyone who listened thank you especially to our patrons andrew emily john lucy mackenzie and nicole and Paige. we recorded this after we got Paige, so thank you also to Paige. You guys give us these eldritch holiday podcasting powers, and we honor you with blood and cheer. Um, you guys are sexy as hell. Yeah. That's we, my input. We love you, and you're very fucking hot. Good job being you. Good job. Good job. And so a little, you know, peek behind the screen here, something that you would get if you become a patron, the backup plan that i had if you were gonna die is it would be a dream and you <laughs> your father was gonna be like wake up gorgonzola i need those cheese cloths before it gets dark like you know yeah, bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, i need to very, I need good, to, very good i need to have enough mozzarella to make my famous stuffed crust of pizza this is uh, my stuffed crust pizza nice. i hit a stuff but um, the rice balls is way better i don't think like, real italians make, make stuffed crust pizza rice balls is so much more thin accurate <laughs> anyway so thank you that's the kind of that's the kind of biting informative content you will get if you subscribe to our patreon um, peek behind the screen peek behind that screen thank you so much for listening is there anything you want to add oh slash follow mozzarella? us on our things um, at try not to die pod on twitter on instagram um you can um gmail us um and another thing i found out on anchor if you go to um, anchor.fm slash try not to die pod you can send us a voice message oh and we goodness. can put that voice message on the show if so, you do that i will do that if you want to send us a voice message 100 i mean please say something appropriate but you know what appropriate is for this podcast yeah so you've, like, you've seen the level that we're yeah on yeah here. you're familiar with the levels yeah. so we're looking forward to those yeah. <laughs> and um, no when are we gonna be back Yes. So we, this is getting, I have this little thing here. This is our, one of our last episodes of 2020. And I can't possibly express how I appreciate all of you listening to this show and supporting us. This story has been my silver lining during the storm of a year. And I am so excited to keep telling it. Um, you will be able to listen to us in the new year on that first Tuesday. We are going to have content out pretty much every week that we can have it out. I, I mean, we've recorded content at least up until the new year. So you'll keep hearing us every Tuesday. Yeah, next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, baby. That'll be a canon episode. So yeah, keep on tuning in. The, the content will not stop. We're going to keep taking all the precautions we can during this holiday season to get you that stuff. And we're getting pretty close to, to the end of our second 
arc, right? That is right. We Ooh. soon will be ending the second arc. And I'm uh, funny enough, I'm pretty confident it's going to happen like very close to our full actual year anniversary. Oh, I love that. Yes. I, I looked, uh, I was like, based on how fast we're moving, we'll probably get through this many episodes. And that puts us mid-January, which is when we started nice. this. Oh, yeah. it's been, you know, it's been the worst year of all time, <laughs> but have also started my favorite thing of all time this year, which is this podcast. Yeah. Definitely a silver lining in a super shitty time for most people. Seriously. And if this gave you even like an ounce of joy this year, thanks for listening. It gives us joy too. Yeah. We happy are Frost Joy. Happy Frost Joy, Happy baby. Pod Joy. Happy Pod Joy. <laughs> happy Frost Pod. Uh, and, and with that, we hope you have a safe and restful holiday. Remember to leave out some Parmesan and prosciutto for Giorno Brina. And until next time, try not to die. Don't do it, don't do it.